0: Right, go ahead and talk. Mm-hmm. Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <coughs> you're listening <laughs> the to the Word Bros, Bros podcast. podcast. The Word Bros Podcast. The Word Bros. Com. <laughs>
1: Welcome to another fantastic edition of Word Bros, where guys who aren't experts want to try and talk to other people who are experts
0: about comics. No, we're just doing our comics podcast. Thank you to everybody who swung <laughs> by our table at Heroes Con. Heroes was a lot of fun. Maybe next week we'll just do like a Heroes recap. Um, we could. Yeah, Heroes yeah. was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Thank you to everybody for coming back to Heroes. We had a wonderful time. Thank you to uh, Shelton. For putting on a great show. Thank you to Carla, who did a great job. Kevin, you had a career milestone, my man. We got we got badges with our actual names on them. That yes. day. And what did those badges read, Kevin? It said
1: professional on there.
0: Professional. That was professional. That was a watershed moment for our careers. So I we were that, we were professionals at HeroCon. I Do believe
1: I fun. said the first time I went there, I'm gonna get that professional badge well, one day. And then there it happened.
0: Great Otherwise. job,
1: dude. Same to you, friend.
0: Well, do you know who's had a professional's badge? At every I was time gonna gone say. For a very long time.
1: Speaking of professionals, yes, we're talking about a man who's very professional in
0: comics today. He knows it all. He's an editor. He's a writer. His new book is called "The Neverending Party," which is out of Comicsology original. He's right a
1: fashion now. influencer as well.
0: He's a wonderful you know. guy. Joe Corallo is on the show this week, so let's get to that. Boom, baby. <music> joe i'm gonna tell you right now i'm recording already okay so there's no
1: i are just it, coming in hot
0: i'm just coming in hot because i had to tell you that something's wrong here that kevin beat you to the to the to the meeting because normally kevin's the last one here so joe is fashionably late which i love <laughs> something is something is strange when kevin beats the i'm, guest I'm
1: trying to be a comics professional bob
0: well, now and you're allowed
1: not- to be two or three things. You're allowed to be late if you're good and nice. Well, we're not so. either
0: one of those things. Now, <laughs> before, before we continue, I want to apologize to Joe because I bumped Joe not once but twice.
1: Yeah, we had to do that. We
0: had a bunch of things going on, so the fact that you're here and you still like us, and in all the on all the emails and stuff that I sent to you saying like I'm sorry, man, we have to like sure, no problem, and like you were so sweet about it, and you're so cordial and kind. I mean it's just wow man you really know how to do this Joe.
2: Oh well thank you I appreciate that.
0: Where, where did you learn how to do all this? Because I've it's funny because I had a conversation with a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend, Chaz Pangburn, and Chaz told yes. me Chaz told me that you are far and away the best like random emailer, networker guy in the whole business. Like you just pop into people's inboxes. And be like, just seeing how you're doing. Like, how did you yeah. get? The, how did you get that skill? And can you teach us how to do it? I
2: don't know it's it's interesting because um, I don't know. I feel like it's just maybe it's that like I, I've done a lot of uh, you, you know political campaign work, uh, advocacy work, group. I've done a uh, uh, in uh I, I used to work at a nonprofit as sort of like the uh office operations manager. So like you just like develop that like skill set because so much of your job is like, Hey, uh you should make sure this thing's still happening. <laughs> or, um, or, you know, like, hey, we ordered this uh, thing, you know, we ordered some stuff for the office the other day. Where's that at? You know, and you just, like, get, you. it just gets ingrained in you to just be like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Like, what's going on? And I guess, you know, just also, uh, you know, uh, some degree of uh, basic human empathy
0: mm-hmm.
2: of, uh, you know, actually caring about how someone else is doing, which, um, you know, it's uh, it's both surprising when you realize other people don't, and when other people do. Either way, it's surprising for some reason.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. You know, totally. It, it's it's
2: it's weird. It's like why am I surprised from both things? Like I should only be surprised from one. Like that's a surprises should work, and yet no, it's uh, just everything is uh, shocking all the time.
0: Now, here's another question for you on networking. Let's say Heroes Con was this weekend, okay? Uh, New York York City's coming up, San Diego, all the big shows. Let's say, okay, you go to a show, you're a talent, you're a creative, you're a writer, you're an artist, Mm -hmm. you're behind your table, and you meet an editor. An editor comes over to your table and says, like, hey, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so, Um, And you guys have a conversation and you exchange contacts. Is there the swingers seven day rule on making the first point of contact? Like how long do you wait? Is three, is it three days? I heard five days is money. Seven. I had, I knew a guy one time, he waited seven days to to make that email. So how long's the wait? What's the wait there in your professional opinion?
2: In my professional opinion, um, you definitely have like minimum You have to wait a few days after the show's over because whoever's at the show, um, you know, they might be backlogged. They're getting back. Um, I know it's insane to think about it this way, but um, there's a good chance that editor probably talked to more than just you. So, (laughs) right. It's crazy. But you know, you sort of get in your head like, wow, they, they want to talk to me that bad. It's like, no, they probably did that, uh, you know, to like, I don't know, 40 other people or whatever. (laughs) So it's like, you gotta, you gotta, you know, wait a little bit, you know, you send the email, um, you wait, you know, maybe like, you you send it, maybe you don't hear back, wait another month or something to follow up. But you gotta follow up with like something.
0: Now define, define something, define something.
2: Something would be like, hey, I have a, a, you know, I had a, book announced here's the uh like games radar ooh, article. there you go uh, okay you know here just keeping up with that or like oh you know i just got some uh y- you know i just got some uh pages in or oh oh i'm in this anthology you know here here's the piece like like share ooh, something okay okay To uh, so kind of you, you want to entice them a little bit you know now give let, them
0: give them something yeah like you got to give them the page turn <laughs> let me ask you <laughs> let me ask you what i like to do is i like to i always like to say something like so, uh, heroes is coming up. Maybe we'll see you there. Are you, are you going to heroes? Are you going to the next big show? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like I always think that's a good way to kind of keep the conversation rolling. Cause but that's I, because yeah. you're
1: smooth. That's cause you want to smooze and have dinner or something. Yeah,
0: no, no. It's just because <laughs> it's a way to, it's a way to get a reply. I feel like if you ask them a question, that's yeah. not like, Hey, will you hire me? Will you look at this pitch? But it's a way like, hey man are you doing that the show's coming up are, well are, we're going are we going to see you guys there hopefully hopefully and if you are you know let's let's get up and get a cup of coffee or something i yeah. always like to throw that in like our itinerary our schedule if you will yeah no you, you
2: do stuff like that you do um but but like yeah if you're if it's after the show and you're you, you know you're emailing you're networking that way you know keeping uh keeping tabs you know it's like it's checking in it's you, you want to check in in like a decent amount. You don't want, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to underdo it. it it's all that like balancing act. It's like Isn't trying it, not to bug people more than once a month, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: But it's such like a weird, like game of cat and mouse. Oh. And, and just, it, it reminds me of being back in school where like, I th- I think this person likes me, but I'm not sure, but I'm, mm. I'm not, I'm I'm going to try that. And, the, and you just, it's just the constant, feeling out it, process does
1: it, does it stress you out is that why you're saying that do you find it stressful bob
0: does um yes i'm not gonna lie to you i do mm-hmm. because okay. there's only so many jobs to go around there's so many so many books to go around there's already there's only, no, there's,
1: there's only so many books but you there's other jobs
0: well the, there. no, but there's but i mean there's only so many jobs to go around there's only so many so many books that a company is going to do for any given year and if someone yeah. like joe who's a networking master you got to think that there's people that are really good at this you know okay yeah, you know, but,
2: uh, but, but when you're you're dealing with this too it's like you know everyone has to be really accommodating because like here the reality is you could be building up this relationship with like an editor wanting to get them to give you a shot with something but like you, you know it's so many times like you might go through a lot of that where it goes nowhere
0: and you just you
2: have to be just as nice and courteous oh, totally. and just as yeah, excited yeah, 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 yeah. and interested every time yeah because yeah, um yeah. and and you just gotta roll with the punches if, if you're talking to an editor or something and they go like hey you know um hey you know i'm i'm happy to look at your stuff i just want to let you know like we're booked through 2024 yeah Yeah. so even if we like something you're doing earliest it's going to be as maybe you know uh first quarter like 2025
0: yeah and that's and i gotta live that long i'm we're old guys joe we're not young whippersnappers (laughs) like you like asking me to live another three years i mean I'll be forty-seven years old, Joe. I got one foot in <laughs> the grave, for God's sakes. But, but yeah, that's just
2: how how it tends to go, um, you know. To accept, but you just got to roll with it because sometimes, sometimes they say that, but it is sooner. But they're not going to tell you that, and then you'll be talking, and then they'll, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, something actually opened up." You know, mid twenty twenty three. Think we could do that? you know like it's you never know i like but it, you have to be willing to deal with um you know we're interested but like three years from now
0: i love this is an this is an audio podcast but we're doing it on zoom so we can see each other because it makes the process a lot easier i'm i'm I'm, i know you know this joe but i'm telling this for the audience the listening audience but when joe just revealed that bit of information he leaned into the camera so you know he's telling you industry (laughs) secrets like that's some good stuff and you're only going to get that on the word bros podcast so joe joe is kicking knowledge and you come from this from both sides being a talent being a writer, and an editor so mm-hmm. i mean so you see both sides of this this dance if you will he's oh, yeah.
1: only being so nice because he didn't see all the emails we filled his inbox up with yet because yeah. he's an editor <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but, uh, but but yeah it's it's really interesting and it's interesting working you know um, all these different sides of different companies and uh, and how every the other thing too is it's different with every publisher and a lot of times you know you know, you get sort of stuck in your own bubble you get stuck in a rut and you got to understand like like you got to be flexible with other people like what you think is how things should go as like a creative it's not a universal thing everyone oh, oh, will yeah. tell you yeah. something different yeah. and it's it's always funny those differences where you know different some companies like to get everything in the can and then you, you know, announce stuff. Some companies, you're you're going by the seat of your pants and they're like, yeah, we'll do your book. Um, we're gonna announce it next month. So I I hope it's done. Like you, well, know, you better
0: you, get going.
2: <laughs> you know, so you'll and and everything in between um, with that. And and you know, people will will tell you, I mean, and creatives talk like this, editors talk like this. Everyone says something like very like finally like, oh, this is how you do it. There is no universal way to do any of this. <laughs> and people will talk to you like this is exact. This is what you're supposed yeah, to do, and yeah. it's like you are the first and only person that's told me that that's how that works. <laughs>
1: like, like, so the secret won't... of comics is that comics has no industry standard, Joe. Is that what you're? There
2: saying? is no industry standard <laughs> to, to a level of potential frustration if you're not willing to roll with the punches, because yeah. there are people where it's just like you'll talk to different people. Some people are the kind of people who are like Monday morning. That's when I hit my inbox. Like I start off the week and I'm like, I go through it. I clear it out. I, you know, touch base with who I have to touch base with. And then there's other people who tell you never email someone on a Monday ever because no one ever checks their email.
0: I'm a Tuesday guy myself. I like to send my emails on Tuesday. I'm a Tuesday guy. I tend to
2: be a Tuesday guy as well. Yeah, I knew Tuesday it. I
0: knew we were Tuesday guys. I knew we were Tuesday yeah. guys.
2: It's <laughs> like the Tuesday with the asterisks because, and I'm sure you guys have heard this kind of stuff before. You'll you'll hear some like just insane stuff because comics is insane. It's fucking like, ridiculous, um, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to make up like it because I, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, like people will be like, oh yeah, that editor like Todd or whatever. They'll be like, if you really, hey, I'm just going to let you in on some insight. <laughs> you really want to get his attention email him at 5 30 in the morning on wednesday you know it's all these like insane things where it's just like i know because i've been working with him that he usually responds to emails like before i wake up like like he's like crazy like goes to the gym before work and it's like he answers all his emails at like six o'clock so if you slip it in at like five thirty, like that's a sweet spot. Like you and you hear these insane things like that and, and all the time.
0: Yeah, It's <laughs> it's like trying you're essentially Linus trying to see the great pumpkin. Like that's what Good. it is to try to get, uh, th- you know, the, the whole nine yards. You're all everybody's full of shit and everybody's making stuff up as they go along. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Now, despite all this fantastic advice. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's Don't, a great way to start. I mean, no, yeah, no I think it is Joe, good. I think Joe's it's awesome. A, Joe's a natural. Like, but Joe she, has a
1: book, too, that he, does, he wants it's but to true. I just say, we,
0: we can talk. We got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I just wanted to, because chat, and I, and this was me feeling bad, because we kept gaffing you off and gaffing you off uh-huh. and gaffing you off. Oh, you're good. But I mean, life life happens real fast, dude, sometimes, and it's just like, Jesus, man. Like, oh, God. But, and that's neither here nor here. Life, there, but, life also finds a way. So, and that's <laughs> and that's why we're here today, Joe.
1: To train dinosaurs?
0: No, we're. I, here oh today.
1: shit! I was fucking excited about the podcast for a minute.
0: <laughs> we're here to talk about the never-ending party, which is your new book Ooh, yeah. from Comixology's original Fancy Pantsy. They look they, at him. they, yeah. they deal with balling ass people like like yeah. and, and 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 what the what's the other Snyder. guy? Snyder Snyder and mm-hmm. all that those Snyder cats. Has a,
2: Yeah, it was and a, Joe. I, I,
1: Joe yeah, Paul? It, well he's fancy no like problem.
2: that. Hell yeah. yeah he but, is. Uh, I I was at the uh the Scott Tober party at oh, okay. New York Comic Con. So um so, since I had, you know, the book that was going, you know, they made sure, you know, like a you know like make sure Joe gets in. And uh but you know, it was uh so yeah, I still have my Scott Tober pint glass. So,
1: oh. Um, Were you wearing uh, your best jacket? Oh no. <laughs> oh
0: whoa. So, so wait a minute. So on the scale of Best jacket to like. So what jacket did you wear to Scott Tober? Did you wear like your second best, your third best? Like, you was know, it a it Batman been, shirt? If not, it, it was. I'm trying to think. I, I,
2: I'm trying to think what I wore. It might've been, um, might've been my vanilla ice
1: shirt. That's awesome. That's a good one. That's awesome. I got a, I
2: got a cool as ice shirt, you know, that, that <laughs> with, was him on the,
0: with him on the motorcycle, it's on the yellow motorcycle.
2: Sure. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, you know, the, the secret to melting a girl's heart, just add ice. <laughs>
0: just... now that, so, so you get. didn't wear your best jacket to the scott schneider thing so where do you wear your best jacket joe
2: um geez i don't know uh funerals i guess okay what, if, to... what <laughs> if
0: what if never-ending party gets nominated for an eisner you wearing it there
2: i that i that i might do i would okay. <laughs> have to figure that out oh my god funny story so um so at the Ringos in, in hey, we 2018, there. oh not that yeah, one. We weren't there that one, one. <laughs> but yeah. But I when when uh, you know uh, Molly Jackson and I won uh, for the uh, best anthology for mine that year. I thought I packed like nice like black pants, but they were actually like my black shorts. <laughs> so so I had to walk up to the the podium in shorts like an asshole. <laughs>
1: I, I'm glad we've now we have something else in common. We were both assholes at the Ringos show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now now let me did you did you did you bring up the elephant in the room like yes I'm wearing shorts or did you just kinda You
2: played it slide? off just I like just like I just went with it because there's so many like I think one thing that's very clear in mainstream comics is that um fashion eludes people.
0: Yes. <laughs> So
2: I'm sure people were just like, "Oh, that's a, that's a middle-aged man trying his best."
1: (laughs) You had a Larry David moment,
2: (laughs) you know, just like, "Oh, well." You know that, and maybe I'm hopeful that there were a few people in the audience that were like, "That man is so humble. He clearly didn't even think he was going to win."
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Just caught by surprise in those shorts.
0: He, I think he just got done playing basketball, and he he rushed over here because he forgot about the award ceremony.
2: Yeah, and the 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 saddest thing about it that, that really uh, that that's just a memory that will always stick with me is I was at the same table as um, Ed Piscor who didn't get a Ringo for X Men Grand Design.
0: Okay. So
2: I'm sitting there with a Ringo in shorts like a jackass, like across from like Ed Piscor who's just
0: like you know it's like yeah but to be fair he's dressed like Eazy-E circa 1991 so i mean it's all <laughs> it's all in the wash bro you know what i mean that's true that's very you know? true yeah so i mean <laughs> Ed's a talented guy and i oh, love yeah. the and i love the fact that he lives his gimmick like mm-hmm. he's he's the hip hop family tree guy he dresses like Eazy-E and i love it like the first time, cause the first time i saw him i was like what is this this is amazing. Like there's just some, (laughs) some white dude wearing a Pittsburgh pirate, like a pirate's hat and big, you know,
1: sunglasses sunglasses.
0: He looks amazing. Like this guy's awesome. Yeah. I, I first
2: met Ed at, um, he was at Bergen street comics in Brooklyn, uh, doing a signing for like the first volume of hip hop family tree. And I picked up WYSIWYG there and, um, and uh, yeah, so I still have that signed from him somewhere, and then I have all the X Men Grand Design stuff. And yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good guy. I, I have been picking up all the floppies of Red Room as well. I'm just about to read issue four of the new volume. I was going through some comics uh, beforehand. I just, I literally was finishing uh, Silver Coin eleven before hopping on here.
0: Oh, uh, listen to <laughs> wow. you! Wow, just,
1: just drop it all the Joe me. is just I, an encyclopedia of comic I mean, knowledge and reading and. <laughs> And fashion, like
0: networking.
1: The secret to comics out there, since you're wondering, is be like water. Just flow into any situation, and you'll be fine. There it is. Wear your shorts to the Ringos, mm -hmm. like you know. Were they
0: short shorts? (laughs) No, no, they were like they were like
1: jean, jean shorts. You're wearing jean shorts. Yeah, you went jorts. He went I all mean, the way there.
0: What are you, John Cena? Come on, I expect, <laughs> I expect better from you. You can't see me. I just—they were
2: very—they're nice black shorts, and they tricked me. They're so nice. I thought they were like. You didn't nice like pants when I was like getting my stuff. So go, wait a minute. So
0: I th- so so you took them out of. I want to. You took them out of your drawer, right? And they were already folded, and you didn't unfold them first, and then refold them. To and double check. Them in the, yeah. like To double check to make yeah. sure.
2: No like cuz that's just like um, I I'm not a a passionate packer if you will. <laughs> I'm very um I am very like um if this can't fit in um you know like a carry-on kind of thing I took the Amtrak down I actually wait I think that year no, I think I carpooled that year. So, you know, I only wanted to bring, like, the one bag. I'm just one of those guys who's just like, you know, pack as little as possible. And, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so I'm just like, ah, it's clothes, Just go in there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and yeah, I, I didn't check. You know, I should have. But, you know, you like should've. the shorts, it's like they're at a certain length where it's like it looks like they're full. And I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, no. Well, Did yeah. they tell you
1: that you won when when you got the Did they tell you beforehand you had no idea?
2: I, I had no idea. Yeah, okay. They don't tell you they beforehand. Didn't tell yeah. some people
1: did know beforehand. That's what I found out after that well, was happens
2: with, with, what happens in situations like that. I think that's usually when the person's like on the fence about going and then they're kind of like, actually you should really go because you might win something. And then they're like, Oh,
0: okay. That's <laughs> lame. I, I, we did. We had no idea. Like, Kevin and I had the conversation at the table that Saturday, Kevin said, have you prepared anything? And it's like, fuck no, we're not winning. Like, what? We're not going to win. We're against like, True. Eisner winners and really talented. Like, we got no shot. And but we did. And did you? Did you have something prepared, like a statement, or were you also on the same boat that we were?
2: Uh, the only reason that anything was written down was Molly, because my my thing was like, oh, I'll figure it out. We got there, and <laughs> you know, she was kind of like, well, I'd like this to be as. as not embarrassing as possible just in case see that's kind like ah, that's
1: interesting. Right, we skewed fine. the other direction yeah, yeah, let's, Kevin let's, and let's I be would in, as <laughs> embarrassed as impossible let's yes. let's embarrass ourselves and comics all in one shot
0: let's do at that and our families and our loved ones yeah <laughs> yeah so we just we let's, just went all and, in
2: Yep. Yeah. no and um and that was also the year that um they gave uh was it like uh, Denny O'Neill got like the heroes award and he, so before any of that happened, like before I think um, we got up, you know, Denny gets up there and he's talking and he's uh, uh, you know, he's emotional because um, uh, Norm Brayfogle had passed away. Not that long before okay. Baltimore. And he was talking about how, um, you know, he wished that there was uh, if there was, you know, like one, you know, one guy, you know, he wished he could have worked with again. It was, it was Norm and it was sad that he's uh, gone. And then, um, you know, everyone got to take that in before I got up there in my shorts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we, we had something, we had Joe Casada talked and talked and talked for about his, because he was the the recipient of the Magic Award that year. Like the, the, the
1: Lifetime Award. The
0: Lifetime yeah. Award. And I, uh, he, he gave a great speech. And when we won- I And looked just, very
1: distinguished yes, and, yes. and like a gentleman of comics. And then they mm-hmm. said, oh, and now we're going to do Best Humor Comic. And then I said- To to my partner, I said, get me another get me another bourbon, please. I need a bourbon right now. (laughs) And that happened. And uh, they were ready to announce it. And I was just down in the whole, um, the whole old fashioned and um, they said it and I almost spewed bourbon out of my nose. And stood up and, and exclaimed, what the fuck, which you can hear on the audio if you're watching the video, because we weren't seated so far away from that got the their microphones that, that it didn't pick it up and you can hear it. And, yeah. and Bobby said the same thing that I said, but maybe like two seconds after he had like a two second delay. And he also said, what the fuck? And then we hugged and, we're, and then Bobby could not stop saying, holy shit and then we got on stage and we we're like this is crazy like i don't know what to think you know so
0: yeah it was fun and then the whole time we were giving our dumb speech i just see joe Casada looking at us like wishing we would leave the stage as quickly as possible it was awesome like he's just looking at us like just shut up you dummies like, it, was, it, was really fun. it was really fun it was really fun well let's talk about yeah, no. let, let's talk about never-ending party because I feel That's like worse. we've we've been all over the place here. I mean, <laughs> it's but it's water. but the thing is, it's so natural. You're such a natural conversationalist that the, it just flows like Kevin said, like water. Well, thank you.
1: You've got thank a real, you know, you've got Angela, a real gift,
0: sure. Joe. You've got a real gift. You're, I, I really
1: appreciate do. that. He's Dude. got multiple but, gifts. So yeah,
0: I know. I try. I try. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, it's
2: um, th- this was uh, a passion project for me. But like an actual passion project. I'm not one of those like fucking hacks who's always like. <laughs> everything's a passion project you know <laughs> i'm not like one of those guys who, who's just like yeah you know when um when this company i never heard of hit me up to uh do a licensed comic as stone Protector protectors like this was a passion project for me. like i'm not <laughs> one of those guys but um but no so this was something i i i was working on ideas because I, I really want to get rachel pollack back into comics I, I connected with her god about like seven years ago because i had read um her doom patrol run because i was um i was hanging out at a, a friend of my martha thomas's uh, i went to college with her son but um she created dakota north at marvel and uh she worked at dc through the 90s she kind of worked she she played a, a big hand in the uh, death of superman campaign in terms of like getting the word out and work on that kind of stuff so so i asked her since that was during her tenure at dc you know rachel paul student patrol was coming out i was like was, was this like good because it was never like
0: you,
2: you know uh, they, they never collected it um uh, they've like come up like they've had scientists engineers different ways to make books for the amount of times they've reprinted grand student patrol yeah, yeah but they've yeah, never yeah. reprinted anything immediately after it and and martha was like oh yeah no it's good you should read it so uh, i hunted down issues like just physical copies like there was like a lot on ebay and then um uh, there were a few stragglers that weren't in there and i found them uh along the way and i read the whole thing and i thought it was amazing and i emailed rachel uh just like she had a website an email so it's like hey you know i I was talking with Martha. She said I should read Run. I read it. It's really good. And, and then she emailed me back, like, within a day. Wow. And, like, we, we started a correspondence. Um, I ended up getting her into the Mind Anthology, uh, which was her first comics work. And um, at that point, I think her last comic was her, – her last series was in 97, and her last comic was in 98. Wow. Wow, so it was like almost twenty years later because the mine Anthology came at the very end of twenty seventeen. That's crazy. Yeah. So then I, I had her be in the, the the Dead Beats Anthology and did that uh, reunion with uh, you know John Workman and uh, Richard Case. And and she got to do some other stuff with uh, Justin Paul in an anthology. Uh, he he is great. He does uh, a lot of queer focused books and anthologies uh and then uh tom Pear, who was uh her first editor on doom patrol had her do some stuff at ahoy like shorts and the edgar allen post stuff so she was really interested in doing some more stuff so i was like let me think of an idea that'd be really cool to do uh to, to co-write with with rachel uh because the never-ending party part of uh, the, the fabric of that book is it takes place in the 90s and in the present and it's about like uh these, these characters who are like club kids uh, who worship Dionysus who are trying to start the never-ending party in the 90s. It doesn't work out. One of them dies and then we cut to the future. You know, be, you know, the present for us. And you know, I wanted to do something like that so it kind of felt like oh, this was back when like Rachel was doing comics and then now. Nah. Like this was like the the, the uh, vertigo days. Like the height of vertigo in like the mid-90s. Yeah. And then and then cutting to sort of the, the present. And you know, having this character, you know, who was there and then was not, and comes back um, to the present, and, and what she had been up to in all the all of those years, you know. So, so, so I want those elements in there. And then, um, you know, Rachel really liked the idea. She wanted to incorporate more of the tarot and some other things into it. Uh, she's the one who decided on Dionysus. And going nice. into like the Greek god stuff. That's cool. And yeah. yeah so we, we really worked a lot of that stuff out. I put a lot of um, you know, before I I really dove into writing it with Rachel, I read the uh disco bloodbath from James St. James, um, which was uh what they based the movie Party Monster on mm-hmm. it was all so it was about with Maca-
0: Macaulay Culkin about the 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 party yeah. planner guy who killed people and stuff right yeah yeah
2: yeah so because i wanted that influence from the, the culture and the scene around then since there's overlap and i rewatched a lot of um i guess it was like three or four or so episodes of uh geraldo's old like talk show oh my gosh 90s.
1: i remember that yeah
2: because he used to have you know those club kids He used to have rupaul on and they would talk all about um you know just all the the crazy stuff but yeah michael alec was the one who uh you know uh the the killer and michael alec it's like this guy who, like you know would go on to to kill angel um was on you know geraldo and seven and and they talk about it so um you know later on uh we we touch on some of that stuff more like um how they were on TV and things like that. So, so I put a lot of those elements into it. That's I worked cool. that out with Rachel.
0: Yeah. That's cool. So, so uh, the book is, I mean, it's beautiful, dude. Like well, thank you. The, the artwork slaps. I mean, it, it's a good, I've only got the first issue, but it's, it reads really well. The art is great, man. Well, where did you find your collaborator? Cause she's, she's not just the artist. She is a co-creator. Yeah. So you've brought yeah. this like heavy hitting team of really talented people together. Yeah,
2: no, um, I mean, I personally think it's, uh, you know, I know it varies, different people have different opinions, but I, I think if I'm working with an, an artist who's doing the line work, the character designs and stuff like that, that they should be a co-creator. I, you know? I mean,
1: yep. I don't disagree even, with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, even if um, they have no real input in the script or, or at least like... There wasn't like discussions of, like, hey, can we do this and that? And they just kind of go with the script. I, I think that's still a co-creator. So, um, you know, uh, and, and I found Ava through um, editing Kim and Kim.
0: Okay. Because okay.
2: I, um, you know, so Ava uh, was on from the beginning. I edited the third volume of Kim and Kim. And I got to know the team from that. And uh, Ava was, you know, I. friendly with her we keep in touch like this is part of why you keep in touch with people because part of networking and keeping in touch with people if you're a writer and you're keeping in touch with artists you get an idea of someone's schedule
0: you know and you're like
2: hey i'm kind of working on something i know like uh what do you got going on you know and uh, you know so so i knew she was available at the time you, you know that we we were looking around and you know that's how it all came together and she really loved the idea you know we we're doing a lot of like you know queer focused stuff there's horror romance elements to it um and, and she was all in for that and then uh, what was it khan Rosa and uh you know zach sam are the uh, the colorist and, and the letterer for the first issue and um Konza, um wasn't able to continue she got like other gigs along the way so we brought in claudia who works a lot with ava and it's a seamless transition you're not yeah. really going to notice the difference with the colors for the the issues after that and same thing we went with uh you know Micah myers for lettering after issue one because zach um has since sort of uh you know more or less left uh comics lettering for the time like i, I don't know if he's gone forever or if he's just taking a hiatus but um but yeah uh, so so the future issues have them on the team but yeah it's a seamless transition it's you know it's and um and we got jude viggins to do the uh logo which i was very happy about yeah, the logo I, looks I, good
0: i mean this book looks fantastic dude i can't i can't say it enough like it just it's so just crisp and fresh looking it reads really well it's it's just really great now the i think you wanted to come on before the first issue's out already yes yes and yes. Where can I get this? This is just exclusively on Comixology at the moment, right?
2: At the moment, it's exclusively on Comixology and Amazon Kindle. If you have Amazon Prime, you can read it for free.
0: Get the hell out of here! Yep. I have
2: Amazon Prime. Yeah, you can you can read it for free on Amazon Prime. You know, you'll you'll have to you know pull it up and and click the thing to read it, but but yeah, you can you can read it for free. That's on, pretty uh, cool. Different devices, yeah. That's awesome. And if not, it's two ninety-nine. Oh, so that's a good price.
1: That's yeah, a fair price for, for a, a good comic. Yeah. Now how many issues are there for for Never Ending Party, Joe?
2: There are going to be five issues total. Nice. And now it's uh yeah.
0: Okay. Now let's say let's say I'm let's say I'm one of those dudes where I'm like, I don't know about digital comics. That's frightening to me. It scares me. I don't like the computer because they take your fingerprints in your your soul was this thing ever going to be released on like uh like in the old school paper books if you will and comic uh, shops
2: there there should be a trade uh, Oh, that's later cool. On. yeah because yeah, um you know that's comixology has been doing that through dark horse they've been printing trades oh. uh, i have a i edited uh lost on planet earth um for comixology originals and that came out as a trade uh a little while after so okay. You know, it might, it might not be till next year when right. it's a trade. I don't know the release date on any of that, but they they normally will put it out as a trade through through Dark Horse. So there's so, no
0: excuse for you not to get this book, is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, uh, you 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 really need to at some point uh, to to check it out, and um, and also it, it, again, like if you have Amazon Prime. You know, you can't worry about people getting your information or anything like that because it's all it's all over for you anyway. It's done.
1: <laughs> and and it's free. So, like, you, you can check out the book and there's no risk to you and then Ew. buy the thing when it comes out in paperback and, yeah. and make Joe and his entire team happy. Yes, absolutely. Um, they'll be very happy with you for for reading the whole thing and then buying it in, in a paperback form because you
0: loved it so much. Joe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta tell you, Joe. It's so easy to do this with you, dude. Like for real. Like it's <laughs> just you. like yeah. you're just such you're just such a natural at every. How are how are you so? That's my next question for you. How are you so good at everything?
2: It's you know it's it's not easy, but uh, <laughs> you know a lot of it is like it's this. You need to within yourself develop some level of balance between passion and not caring. <laughs> And it's it's hitting that balance of like I'm passionate to a point, but I also don't care to a point. And once you you gel those together in just the right way, you're good.
1: Oh, so you get the, the Tao of Corallo here today.
0: Yeah, I listen did. to the, the yin and yang of Joe. Now, <laughs> how long did it take you to do that? How long did it take you to master the art of of Joeism?
2: <laughs> you know, I, I think really mine was the was what did it for me like editing uh an anthology that's like uh out the gate with like three 300 pages i think it's 304 pages with Good god uh, with uh people like like we just swung for the fences it was for planned parenthood it's still available by the way you can still order money. Good. Yes.
0: yes now and more than ever go
2: to planned parenthood now so more than
0: ever i will yes put a, i will put a link for that in the podcast description yes 100 percent.
2: thank you yeah so so that is important but but yeah i mean that was the kind of thing where it was like oh like we gotta email neil gaiman we gotta hit up gail simone and like you know we we're talking with you know we were working with people like that to get comics in from them you know denny o'neill um louise simonson trina robbins yeah yeah just like a long uh, gabby rivera
0: so you're talking about all these people like what do you like how do you edit neil gaiman like how what does that process look like it's a little less
2: editing and a little less making sure you get stuff okay okay um, okay with with someone like him but yeah i mean you know a lot of that is uh pairing with an artist he wants to work with um you know we made sure that happened Uh um and more being on top of you know the art, making sure it's what you know it's to Neil's satisfaction. Oh, like totally,
1: that. yeah,
2: yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's that kind of set. Like a lot of it, it is you know pairing the artist, making sure the you, you know everyone's happy. Um, like that. So it was. Of, it
1: stuff. was more making fun. The more making sure that the blue M and M's were in Neil's room. Yeah. Basically. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, but but Neil was Neil was great. I mean, the the problem that really came up from that was everyone like not everyone, but there there were definitely people who thought, you know, Neil would take like forever because he's so busy and and is doing all these different things that like oh I got extra time. There's no way Neil's gonna get something in like like this like on time while he's like worrying about like American Gods as a show and he's doing all these <laughs> other things. You know? And then. You know, and he did so. Like I, I remember at least one or two people being like, "Oh man, I thought I'd have more time because I didn't think <laughs> Neil was actually going to
1: get it in on time." <laughs> I mean, he's a professional, so there, yeah. yeah,
2: You ain't fucking around, yeah, dude. But, uh, but no, it's it, so so. Yeah, no, but it, it was funny, and you know, I I love the what we were able to get in that book. It did get uh, a short story Iser nomination, so I got to go to the Isers and. Uh, 2018. Did you I wear fucking pants? You wore
0: pants for I, that one.
2: I had pants and a jacket and everything. For okay, that. good, no, good. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. no offense to the Ringos. I'm not trying to make this into like <laughs> a, a white collar, blue collar thing. Like the Ringos are for a bunch of schlubs and like the, but um, but no, it was good and um, yeah, it was fun. I, I was at that time I, I was sitting with um Was it uh, uh Cecil Castellucci and uh Marley Zarconi. Um, uh, Tilly Walden was at the table. That's how I met Tilly Walden, and since then I've read stuff like *On a Sunbeam*. Um, I, I think she's great. She won like the second to last Ringo that night for um, God. It was like the a spinning, yeah, for that mm-hmm. graphic novel. And and I, I remember her storming up to the podium and just being like, "Thank you, everybody. Let's go to bed," and just getting off the stage that's awesome it's like after 11 at that point everyone's just like oh my god what are we please stop (laughs) but that's
0: awesome so yeah, yeah dude so um the book is out through Comixology. Yes, yes, it's out now. And I can pick up mine anywhere, correct? Like I can just go to, if I buy it on Amazon, all the proceeds still go to Planned Parenthood. Yes, yes.
2: Yep, as soon as they send the money over to Comic Mix, the Publisher, it's going to go right to Planned Parenthood.
0: So. Nice, that's fantastic. Dude, it's really, it's really great having you back on.
2: Thank you. Yeah. No, this is this is great. I love having these sort of conversations and we're just, you know, talking about uh comics and and the industry and all of the uh fun little quirks
0: i guess is the nice way to there are there are so many quirks
1: and Just not are... enough just not enough perks to
0: make yeah. I mean, more perks and, <laughs> and i mean you less are... quirks more perks and you're a great guy man i really do appreciate <laughs> you coming on i apologize yes. for the for the, uh, the dilly dally or whatever now when's the second issue of this thing coming out
2: um the every issue should be out like that first like tuesday every every month okay. so issue two should be out that uh was it july 5th so, okay. so yeah. nice so yeah from from the time of recording this a, a week from today okay
0: nice listen to that you see Son of a gun! And now I got to ask you too. What else you working on, dude? What else you got coming up?
2: Well, luckily, I actually had things that are coming up that actually got announced, um, um, which is crazy. So I've got uh, a short in uh, for Archie, uh, my first Archie credit.
0: Nice. With, um,
2: Congratulations! It's be, thank you very much. It's going to be part of uh, Chilling Adventures presents jinx Grim fairy tales and uh, i got to use this uh like golden age archie character cardak the mystic um, <laughs> for, for all you golden age archie fans if you're familiar with top-notch comics number four here's a few easter eggs in there for you
0: wow. <laughs> luckily for you we happen to have the largest <laughs> contingent of golden age archie fans huge the the crossover there the venn diagram of golden age archie the, there's one
1: there's one age. and I, I know of and that's just because he was alive when they were making them that's jamie jones
0: there you go yeah. yeah so there you go well that's cool man so you got that coming out through archie and then i yeah. mean you're just to be staying busy dude i'm glad to hear it
2: yeah thank you yeah i and i i had two man cave announcements Oh, so I, I have a short in the Lower Your Sights Anthology. Nice. Oh,
0: great. Congratulations.
2: So Thank you. You guys too. look at this. We're, we're Ringo winners. We're
1: we have so much together. in common, uh, Joe. We're, we're Tuesday guys. Like, look at all
2: this we're stuff. We're Tuesday. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Um, So I was excited about that. And, and I, I, I really like the... Uh, the the list of people in there you know uh, yeah you know, Jim, Jim Zubb's great uh Matt Kent I've been a fan of his for uh, I I became a fan of him through his like fillings that he was doing in Sweet Tooth
0: oh, oh <laughs> yeah that's right I forgot he was doing that
2: yeah because I love that book it's like it, it might still be my favorite thing Jeff Lemire has done but that's tough because I love a lot of things uh, that Jeff has done, but that's definitely really high for me on the list, yeah. if not the best. Yeah, and and that's how I fa- found out about Matt Kent. And then you know, expanding and reading more of his stuff from there. Uh, my buddy Eric Kalicki's in there,
0: so yeah, that's nice. Yeah. We'll Rich du- Rich Duick is in there too. Yeah. I love he Rich. Is. Yeah, it's a good and somehow we all we both got in. That's I mean, any, you. letting anybody in these things. We snuck in the back door. <laughs> yeah. That's what we did. Yeah,
2: yeah. oh, uh, Justin Richards from uh, Finger Guns fame. I like that. I
0: like that book. That's a good yeah, book.
2: It is a good book. I, I love how Hal, uh, Val Halderson as well. Yeah it was great yeah. but um but yeah so uh Liana Kangas of course I mean you can't from Chief to destroy
0: you can't have uh, a thing nowadays without Liana attached to it and she's so right. good at everything like you two are like the dynamic duo of like social networking and ma- network all that stuff man you guys just you're great at what you do it's really impressive and it also Thank helps you. it also helps being wonderfully talented and charming
2: thank you no yes yeah. and liana every once in a while so like uh um, well you know we we catch up on the phone every you know, few weeks or whatever and, um, and and we keep on on top of you know what, what we're doing and all that but liana is so like delightfully humble about things like there was um there was a clip of her on that like one morning show like a few months back i want to say in, like march something like that and, um, you know, because they were interviewing uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick on this one show, and um, Liana had a clip, it was like a minute or so long clip, and she was talking about, she said, destroying these other things. And uh, so I'm talking to Liana, I'm like, oh, you know, like, did, did you like, you know, like, follow up with anyone, you know, you were talking to, like, professionally about like, hey, I was on this TV show this morning. she was like, I hadn't really thought about it, I, I guess I could. Yeah, and I'm like,
0: yeah a tv show yeah it, right? just yeah, fucking right? email people be like hey i was on a tv show yeah <laughs> guess what i just did yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah you know yeah. but uh no it's it's great but um but yeah I, i'm excited for for a lot of your sites coming and, and of course you know Chaz, as you were talking about before is the uh, you know like I, I believe he was on point editing and, and yeah. he does lettering and other things on that and i know he was very passionate about that book
0: yeah he was you know. he's at and he's a, he's a good egg and there's a lot of good eggs over at mad cave and i'm glad to see you got books coming out over there and doing all kinds of stuff you got books everywhere baby you're hot baby Thank you're, you. hot. Thank you're hot you're hot you're hot
2: it's it's it's, it's nice and, and then um you know i've got uh was it dahlia in the dark was announced
1: i saw there. that yeah oh, it looks cool. good yeah. who yeah, drew was, that uh, who drew that book for you
2: uh what was it and uh andre uh milan is the Art, the interior artists and then uh christian's doing the the covers nice okay. you know which is great uh chris uh, one of chris's first published comics pieces was a variant cover for she said destroy
1: oh look at that you're connecting all the dots there
2: you know like what, one of the earlier ones i know he had done like like in, in terms of like with a, a bigger publisher i know he had done some other uh, stuff before that and yeah but yeah i love chris's stuff but yeah it's like it's
1: you know you just kind of you, know, you know people
2: you keep uh you keep moving along keep doing things it's, it's, it's nice
1: what's, what's dahlia in the dark about
2: that's a that's yeah you know, it's an urban fantasy crime noir
0: oh so Ooh, fancy. Um, okay
2: you like know it. it's like mobsters fairies changelings werewolves that kind of stuff
1: oh that's awesome
2: Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, had, I had a lot of fun with that. I'm actually, um, I I am working on um, should be I should be done in, in terms of like writing and everything in, in the next few weeks.
0: That's like, awesome. So,
2: yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. I figured out the ending. Uh, getting ready to you know write that all out, get that done. I'm, I'm excited for that. I was doing a lettering pass on on one of the issues uh, earlier. You know, it's nice, but like lettering passes, like, of course I, I need to do them, yeah. but I always <laughs> hate it because, and, and not cause, like, cause you just like, I don't know about you guys, but there's something about like reading your own writing that just makes you like cringe.
1: <laughs> it, it, there is. Uh, the good thing about it is, you know what to change too, though. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, no, I got to sure. I got to change this now. Because <laughs> lo- just looking at it right here is, it, it, it's not right. Let's, let's fix that. You know?
2: Oh, yeah. No, so. for, for sure. But yeah, like you read it and like, even if it's not, it's like, ah, I know like there's nothing to change about and it. It's fine. Like some, some pieces of dialogue just have to be there, but it's like, ah, I hate it because I wrote it. You, yeah, know? No, I feel, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If but you read I, it from anyone else, you'd be like, oh, that's fine. But then I'm like, oh, why did I say it like that? It's like, how else are you going to say
0: it? That was that is that is that like uh, imposter syndrome kind of rearing its ugly head for you, or is it just, just you're just you're hypercritical of your own work? I, I'd
2: say it's worth the latter. Okay, um, I, I don't really, I don't know. Like the imposter syndrome thing. Like I get it. I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm not trying to say like it doesn't exist. You wimps. But you know, it's like <laughs> it's, it's there. It affects people. I, yeah. I I don't think it. You know, I, I, it doesn't really like. Um, you know, affect me, I, I think it's, you know, just understanding sort of like your place, I, I think helps and And I don't mean that in like a derogatory, like, oh, your place kind of way. But, you know, it's about just having that kind of like perspective of things. It's like, yeah, yeah, I am yeah. aware that I'm a guy that writes comics that some people in the industry are aware of, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. like, it just keeps you. So it's like, yeah, no, I so I don't have imposter syndrome, but you know, it's not like, um, I, I'm not trying to, you know, inflate my ego or, or put myself over <laughs> in a certain way. It's like there are a lot of people that are going to check out The Never Ending Party because they're a big fan of, of Rachel's and some other guy also wrote it.
0: Yeah, not here. Fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, and that's
2: yeah. totally fine. I, I mean, there are people that read She Said Destroy because Liana drew it and some guy wrote it.
0: No, I feel you. Fair. Yeah, and yeah. that's, and that's, no it's it's perfect right no not at all and and now when you say it like that did you find yourself because liana is such her art is so kind of fun and powerful and, and enjoyable to look at did you feel yourself like writing to just get out of the way at points like let her do her thing
2: i don't think i ever like i think there was like one or two notes the whole time i really had on the art okay you know but i also write pretty detailed scripts okay um but even then it's like you know i do it so it's there but then a lot of times you know artists will just be like this works better and on there are very few times where it comes up where i have to be like i know what you were thinking but this was the thing i'm trying to like this was the important thing i was trying to convey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That doesn't happen too often in in my experience at least, thankfully. But um but yeah, and then sometimes if something like that happens, depending on how it goes, you know, it's like you you got to pick your battles because no, you're it. just if you're one of those guys that like loves the power of no and is just like, <laughs> you know, well Thanks for sending all the layouts over. Now, here's my note on every page. It's like, you, <laughs> know, you don't want to do that. But you know, there are, there are people out there that do that. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Well, that's cool, man. Well, dude, it's really great having you on. It's been about an hour, so I don't want to keep you any longer than we have to. Um, it's out now. I'm really excited about it. The never ending party. It's on Comixology. Hey, if you got an Amazon Prime, you can read that shit for free, son. And it'll yep. be out next month too. Uh, thank you so much, Joe, for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. You're <laughs> such a thank you, such a natural. I love it. I love yeah, it. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're listening to the Word Bros podcast, the com.